0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody,
3: just follow me, cause we need a little controversy, cause it feels so empty without me. I said this looks like a job for me, Shocking. so everybody. Standards are
4: something that this country used to have. Pride, dignity. It doesn't have it anymore. Joe Biden, what he really represents is that this country does not have standards.
5: Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. What? Oh, God. Listen,
4: it's obvious to every human being, man, woman, and child, Joe Biden is unable, unfit, to do anything, but in particular, to be the president. Aside from all the other nonsense that you have, this whore, this incompetent, pathological, lying whore, aside from
5: that, he is not well. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to I mean, you have to laugh.
4: You might as well laugh at this feeble fascist pig because this is the same idiot who's talking about banning things. He's in control of the economy, of foreign policy. Just listen to this.
5: And let's say one thing to rest. I may be a practicing Catholic. I used to go to 7.30 mass every morning in high school and then in college before I went to the black church. Not a joke. Andy knows this.
4: Listen to me. This is enough. I've had enough. Every word that comes out of his wrinkled ass is a lie. Every fracking word. So now that we know, China, Ukrainian oligarchs, Russian oligarchs, they're bribing this piece of garbage. He's an asset of enemies to this country. Enough is enough.
6: And Dana, some news this morning. We are learning there are no visitor logs, chronicling who comes and goes from the president's house in Wilmington, an official at the White House.
4: Did you take a look at his house, squirrel? Did you see the driveway? How in the frack did some $2 senator, $2, he never made more than 200 grand in his in his life, legally, because he's a whore. He doesn't pay taxes like me and you. Sure, he's from Delaware, and everybody knows it's a scam state. This whore has sold America down the river. And yet there's one group of scourge, one group who will protect him, hook,
7: line and sinker. Senator, do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off your last name. Now, here's the thing, Chuck Todd. I know
4: that your homely wife is a lobbyist. I know she's a Democrat asset, as you were, Q-tip head. I know. But what you're suggesting is that this country turn a blind eye to the most obvious traitor in government, and he happens to be the president. Joe Biden is a traitor. He's unfit, unable, and could not get a job anywhere. And the only reason he's in this position... Is your entire party and your lobbyist rat wife own this son of a dog? And that's why he's in the office.
5: Those are the words of Katanji Drown Jackson. Who? Our Supreme Court Justice. You know, Joe, why don't you
4: take my nickname for it? Because it's very appropriate. Affirmative Action Jackson. She's good at absolutely nothing. But she checks all the boxes. Kind of like now. In San Francisco, they've got a reparations plan. $5 million for each resident who happens to be the same skin pigmentation as the Supreme Court Justice that Joe Biden forgot her name.
5: Those are the words of Kajon, Kajon, Ketanji Drowned Jackson. Well, Our she Supreme might as well Court forget Justice. about being a Supreme Court Justice. Move to San Francisco, you get $5 million.
4: And the idea that this dimwit sits on the most powerful office, and when he talks about banning things, an American president should never Utter the word ban. He should use enforced law and all kinds of different terminology. But this Fourth Reich, they're very comfortable displaying their fascism.
5: And by the way, even if I didn't want to do this, I'd be in real trouble. My daughter's a social worker, and this is what she oh, does. Oh, wait, wrong one. That's the one where his, his daughter's a social worker. Where's the one with the banning the bullets? Oh No, I'm serious. And ban the number of bullets that go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. There's a lot of need. There's a lot of
4: imbeciles that can't figure out what you are, you feeble fascist moron. So those are why I need, I need rounds, baby. Rounds, clips, all kinds of rounds. Because when you imbeciles mount up, it's going to look ugly. Mayor Lightfoot, i got to get you on one controversial thing um, before we let you go. Your campaign, uh, re-election campaign, is under investigation after being accused of trying to recruit Chicago public school students to help you get re-elected. What's
2: your response to this story out of NBC?
4: By the way, how many Chicago public school students are guilty of a plethora of crimes that we've all faced
8: Residents in this North Kenwood neighborhood would be shocked to learn that just a few days ago, one of their neighbors was attacked and robbed at gunpoint near this park. Today, she is sharing her story. I just
4: See, when, when they say that Lightfoot is asking kids to campaign for do you think these are the kids that sell cookies?
8: No, 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 no. These are the kids... That steal cars. Totally lost it. Linda Dare knows she's lucky to be alive after a group of attackers attempts to rob her at gunpoint. I don't feel
3: safe in my home anymore, and I don't feel safe in my neighborhood.
8: Every kid that poured out of the truck
4: was not old enough to drive, yet it doesn't stop them from carjacking. It doesn't stop them from breaking windows. These are the kids that Lori Lightfoot's asking for help. Do you think they're going to door knock? Hi, we'd like
8: you to support. That's not how it works in Mafia Town. Not at all. The 61-year-old University of Chicago administrator says it happened Sunday evening as she walked her rescue dogs, toy poodles, 11-year-old Omar, and 9-year-old Bibi, near Kennedy. Now you named your dogs Omar. You were setting yourself up for something. ...caught park at 45th and Lake Park Avenue. That's what she says she saw two SUVs speeding down the street. As they went past me, I noticed it was young kids with hoodies, and the hoodies were pulled down.
4: Young kids! That the citizens pay $28,000 a year, so they pretend to go to school, but yet one out of ten of them can read, but they all can carjack. They all can pull a trigger. And when they get their guns, wrinkled-ass old whore, Joe Biden, they don't care what your law is, stupid. Their clips are round, and they're big, and they're forever changing, and your laws mean nothing, yet we're going to pretend that Joe Biden is somehow fit
5: to do anything happy birthday dear Lally. happy birthday Hell to you. somebody get a net
4: for this moron and if he's not bad enough let's go to a real rising star son of a marxist scum jamie raskin with a very complicated hairdo that he insists is his natural color
2: i think that uh the electoral college now which has given us five popular vote losers as president in our history twice in this century alone see jamie raskin the reason that the founding fathers and the people with integrity believe
4: in an electoral college is so that your scum cities your overpopulated welfare infested roach cities cannot hire scum such as yourself because the one thing's for certain the citizens who continue to vote democrats In the long run, they might be very, very smart. After all, in San Francisco, you get $5 million for the color of your skin. That's why they'll vote for any crook who spews that nonsense that comes out of your bad-die-job head.
2: Um, um, Has become a danger, not just to democracy, but to the American people. It was a danger on January 6th. There's so many... What's a danger to American republic? is a mobocracy, fascistic,
4: totalitarian, gangster government like you advocate for, like you represent, and you're the only ones dumb enough to hire this
5: imbecile. Those are the words of Katanji Drown Jackson, our Supreme Court Justice. If it wasn't so pathetically sad, it would be hysterical.
4: The Democrat Roach will vote for anything or anybody Promising to give them something for nothing. They're either in on the mafia, too stupid to see it, or they just want something for nothing. 312 642 5600
5: We have to do more than just build back better. To build back, we have to build back better. We have to compete.
0: Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, the answer. AM 560, the answer.
4: Why wouldn't they care that China owns Joe Biden? Because they share the philosophy of totalitarianism. That's why Illinois laughs. They could care less that your fat fascist is over at the eagle's nest right now
7: with Klaus Schwab. Senator, do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off of your last name so ron johnson
4: is so flabbergasted he cannot even believe that that came out of the mouth but then he remembers i think he remembers in his head not only is this scumbag's wife a whore democrat lobbyist but he was that's how chuck todd even made his way to tv he's not a journalist he's just a propagandist that would make goebbels
9: blush Chuck, you ought to read the marco polo report uh, where they detail all kinds of potential crimes. You know, Senator Grasset... Oh, oh well, let me just stop you there. The, potential. Uh,
2: about, this about, is... About... About... Potential is
9: 30,000...
4: He's covering for a bribed sitting president. Innuendos. Hey, moron. Ukraine was corrupt, is corrupt, arguably the most corrupt Eastern European sewer that we know of. The oligarch that owned the oil company hired the crack smoker. Not for a job, for an open bribery scheme. You should have been covering it, Chuck, but you were told by your masters not to. And now your masters are at
9: the Eagle's Nest in Davos. About $30,000. I mean, it, Chuck, 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 is it a crime to be uh, soliciting and purchasing Uh, Prostitution in potentially Europe No, not in Washington, Ron Come on, you're awful
10: square for a cheesehead Nestled in the Swiss Alps At an altitude of 5,100 feet Davos is the highest town in Europe The World Economic Forum says it picked the Alpine hideaway, about 100 miles south of Zurich, because it was the ideal retreat to get away from all the trappings of daily reality. Another benefit, in 1971, when the meeting was started by German economics professor Klaus Schwab, the town of Davos had recently built a big conference center. Open,
4: open plotting, an open existing conspiracy to backdoor nationalize American life, yes the American economy, and the American policies. Those are your masters. Now step and fetch, Chuck Todd, and take that dingbat wife with you. Brian and Gurney.
6: Hey, hey so thanks for taking my call. Thanks for taking my call. Right. Hey, I, I, um, what is the crime for being a treasonous uh, for the guy at 1600 in the Constitution? There's got to be something for being a treasonous.
4: Well, there was a crime for treason. You know, back then they didn't. They didn't. I believe we've actually electrocuted people for being treason, right? Absolutely. Frozen blows. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Brian. That's only if the country has integrity. Your 55 percent of your countrymen have no integrity, no clue what it means to be an American or Americanism. They do not understand the Enlightenment. They want to be comfortable slaves. They've identified the master. Now they just need his favor. The master is government. And that's why you have to reject a society that rewards the scum and penalizes the good people. That's why all socialist countries fail. The problem is we're at the precipice of where socialism being implemented through a cancerous policy grows. This is just the worst time in America. It's American Dark Ages, and it's because the Democrat Party is a mafia No longer a Democrat party that took JFK or Frank Church or some of the notable honest men. This is a a Trojan horse of Marxism, communism, but more importantly, a crime syndicate. And that's who they are. They're criminals, and they have their own propaganda wing. It's called the media. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate the call very much. Cream Puff Jim, you were a part of that mafia, and you got the physique to prove it. I was just
1: thinking, Annie Oakley was a Democrat, and if you hit a target shoot, who who do you think would hit the target were, a Democrat or a Republican?
4: I don't know, but Martin Luther King was a Republican. Did anybody mention that today? A registered Republican. Did you know that?
1: Yeah, I know know he was a Republican, but he still chided him for being a who you know, I at mean, one, one ethnic group party. No, yet, are you talking
4: that? about Joe Biden when he hung around with the Klansmen, the Grand Wizard <laughs> Bird? And they used to ride around in the convertible with Joe Manchin
3: and but talk you about good, how they liked
4: the good old days when everybody yeah, made their place. It. And now all you yeah. got to say is you went to a black church. Let me ask you this, Jim, because you seem like be a relatively decent Democrat, although fat you are. <laughs> Do you believe for one minute Joe Biden went to a Baptist church every morning? At 7.30 in high school and college, do you believe for one second that a word of that is the truth, Jim? Wrong. Well,
1: I can't believe that because of the Anglo-Irish War from 1916 to 1921. If he's Irish, nobody's going to go to a Baptist church. He's a liar is what
4: he is, but you sound relatively uh, cognizant. Did you not get your check on Friday? I thought you were going to have I got it. I got it. I got no, and and t- to-
1: it's a- no, I got it. Put the feedback on, Sean. I'm glad you asked. I'm-
6: and you have a great evening. Thank you. you. Too,
4: so- there you go. At least that municipal multimillionaire spends the money the way we all want to. Robert in Bloomingdale.
6: Hey, Sean. How are you doing today? Splendid. Listen, first of all, you got to give a retirement to Kathy Lee Grifford. That, she's got that cackling laugh. that sounds like Miss Giggles, the vice president.
4: Kathy Lee Gifford. You mean she's got her room back? Which one are you talking about?
6: <laughs> no, that vitamin commercial. That, that, that just gets to me, but... Balance but anyway... Kathy Lee
4: Gifford's got her vroom back. I pay attention to the vroom. vroom.
6: I don't know, vroom. Whatever, vroom. You know, so I, I don't know, idea I don't know, how she it,
4: got it, but well, okay. What do you got?
6: None of my business, but... No, but you're talking about, you know, the the media, and you're talking about Frank's the Frank's gone. She's got
4: there. her vroom back. Boy, oh, boy. Something tells me well, there's a landscaper in the shadows. Go ahead.
6: Yeah, no problem. No problem. No, I was just saying with the... the but the uh, okay but the behind the scenes with the white house yep. and the in the, um, the newspapers it rests my case and what you're saying yeah. they they want to get rid of this guy asap they're setting him up to fail oh want wow. to get rid of him he's the perfect stooge of course yeah, you don't have logs in his house he can't remember
4: somebody's name during happy birthday let me ask you a question yeah if you were to take a sudden dirt nap unexpected would you prefer that mrs robert Took balance of nature or started to date your landscaper? Which would you prefer?
6: I think take balance of nature, but yeah. at least both you give the va, va boom.
4: All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Both give you the va-va-voom. Careful with that.
6: Uh, Craig in Mount
11: Greenwood. Oh, I guess. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Listen, this January 6th and everything, everybody knows that they were breaking all <laughs> of laws. You're getting
4: to be like- a one-trick pony with this January 6th.
11: We get it. No, no. But here's
12: the deal. All right. When this committee, when this committee goes after it. there is do. no
4: committee. There is no committee anymore. Committee's gone. And if you're talking about the Republicans when they're going to do their campaign speech, their committee means guts on ghoul. They can't okay. do Demi- jack, and that's okay. just the way the system is set up. Just like the lobbyists that write the bills, this is all a Potemkin, a, a Kabuki theater of a republic. None of it means anything, and they're not going to do jack. Thank you very much. You got a handful of good guys. And they're the ones who have been out there the whole time. Well, uh, the, the Kevin McCarthy was hiding behind his desk, the scum that he is. Do not buy false hope. The only thing that's hopeful is that ultimately we are the righteous ones. Because we believe in the enlightenment. None of the others do. They want you to stay complacent. while well, you pretend for two years that we're going to get all of a sudden someone's going to wake up and take this wrinkled-ass old man and throw him in jail the way he should be. Ain't going to happen. But that doesn't mean we've got to stop calling for it. 312-642-5600.
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show AM560. The Answer. <laughs> AM560. The Answer.
9: in sex trafficking operations, is that a crime? Because Chuck Grassley and I laid out about $30,000 uh, paid by Hunter Biden to uh, those types of, of individuals over uh, December 2018, 2019, about $30,000. This is about the same time that President Biden uh, offered to pay about $100,000 of Hunter Biden's bills. I mean, again, that's, that. So in essence, Joe Biden was paying for Eastern European
4: crack-delivering whores. That's probably the best money he ever spent in his life. The
9: miserable roach. That's just some information. I, I don't know exactly.
7: Here's what I don't crime. get. All right, Senator, it
9: doesn't it doesn't really look kind on of, the. It, it sounds sleazy, as you know. I'll what. take
7: your I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take at your word that you're ethically bothered by Hunter Biden. Biden. Take you at your word.
9: He's a senator.
4: Ah! You're a Democrat scum, and you always have been. You were the lap boy for Tom Harkin, another socialist sympathizing senator fraud. Your wife is a two-bit lobbyist. Now, I understand that's kind of redundant because the lobbyists are the ones that write the bills that the congressmen and the senators pretend to pass. It's not the senators or congressmen. That's the problem is the system has been infiltrated by corruption. It's a corporatist gangster system. I'm curious, though. You seem are, to have are, a pattern. Are you not? I are seem you to have not? a I, I'm a journalist. I have to are, deal are you, in are facts. You not, are you not? You deal in facts. Hey, stupid. Wrong. You've had the facts for three years. You you refuse to report on them. You refuse to acknowledge them. Now you now you have to. Now what you're doing is you're pretending to be a defense attorney.
7: I deal in facts, it says, Senator. My question to you is: uh, I'm always worried. I have skepticism of both parties. I sit here with skepticism. Of a lot of people's work. And I'm, why doesn't he ever mention his rat
4: pay to play bribery wife?
7: Why? I'm curious. Why? Are you were you at all concerned? Uh, this, your Senate Democrats want to investigate Jared Kushner's uh, loan from the Cuttery government when he was working in the government negotiating uh, many things in the Middle East. Are you not as concerned about the, Are you not concerned about that? And I say that because it seems to me if you're concerned about what Hunter Biden did, you should be equally outraged about what Jared Kushner did.
4: That's called the equivocation game. And by the way, for the record, I never liked Jared Kushner or his scum Democrat father. I'm willing to investigate them all. I've called for it all. You, on the other hand, you've got your favorite horse, and he's got a wrinkled old Irish ass. That's the problem, scumbag. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? How was the weekend? Oh, my weekend was fantastic. I was Good. laughing half of the time. It wasn't until I log on to the Drudge Report before the show and I see that none of the pertinent information is being covered. And what's being covered is the pivot and the, and the lies of the Democrat Party. And nowhere does it mention the so-called president forgot uh, who he was singing happy birthday to while he was looking at her. And he couldn't even go with Mrs. King. How about just Mrs. King?
11: You stupid son Steve. of a bitch. Go ahead. Part of course. Yeah. What I'd like to say is you've been talking about this Chuck Todd. I have, I have two things that I wanted to ask you and get your uh, opinions on. The first one is about this Chuck Todd. How did he get this job at Meet the Press? I mean, he invites people onto the show, and then he attacks them the way he did on on Sunday. This guy's ridiculous. He's so biased. I mean, it's unbelievable. He got his
4: job the way every one of them got their job. The way his wife, Christina, Christine, whatever, got her job. They got their job through political clout. It's like the Chicago, Illinois, uh, Street Department. How do you get your job? You get it because you're real good at sweeping? No. You get it because you're a Democrat sycophant. A Democrat yeah. asset. You're one of the morons that's willing to go knock on the door. This is a good gangster. I like him. He's going to make the city great. Freckin' morons that they are. They yeah, get and their the sec- job because the, the second- corruption is systemic. Racism isn't systemic. Corruption is. The
3: second thing I have for you to, to answer is, the, the Democrats said they won't negotiate on the debt ceiling. Should the uh, Republicans uh, uh, gonna- hold their place in uh And say, if they don't negotiate, just shut the
4: government down? Absolutely. What do you mean you won't negotiate? You're in the weak position and you won't negotiate? That's what I do for a living, number one. Number two is, you have nothing to offer. When you hold the the pen, you have everything. How about this? My offer to you is nothing, you morons. I'll shut this son of a dog down until you impeach this old rat or he's up for re-election and save the American people some money. What? Is now the time to do it? Absolutely. They now should the go on a to tour. they should go on every every outlet that will have them and explain social security gets paid first. The debt gets paid first. Don't worry about that. It's all these bureaucracies, all these foot soldiers. By the way, what do the Chicago Democrats advocate? Well, Rich, I have the answer for you. Here's Danny K Davis. What is he? 90 years old. Foghorn Leghorn. I like how in the beginning they say capable,
11: which means he isn't. Here, I want to yield one minute to the very capable gentleman from Chicago, Illinois, Congressman Davis. Nice gentleman from Illinois.
13: Thank you, Mr. Speaker. All right. You know, this may be the beginning of a new year, but we're back to the same old thoughts, ideas, and practices.
4: By the way, it's very rare to catch Danny K. Davis awake, let alone on his feet.
13: Protect the wealthy disadvantage the poor. We need a tax system that is fair. We need the skilled auditors who can look at the more complex returns of the wealthy taxpayers and make sure that they're paying their fair share. There's no doubt that this is a sham. Vote this down because it takes away opportunity for fairness in our tax system. We need the auditors and I yield back.
4: So what he's demanding is the 87,000 new IRS agents are hired and they do go after the American Republican Party because this piece of garbage sits there in a $3,500 suit and no one asks, how much is Danny Kay worth? How many LLCs does Danny Kaye have an interest in? How many properties does Danny K Davis have interest in? Where's Danny K Davis' money? Let's start with you, Foghorn Leghorn. And let's see where your money is. In the meantime, where was that clip, honey bunny, of the Chicago scumbag who wants to introduce the tax on uh, on uh, Amazon? Remember that C. Thomas? What would be the difference? No, if- no, no, no. Most Americans support. God, I can't remember where I put that clip. I'll find that clip. In the meantime, let's go to Matt, Salt Bend, Indiana. Sean,
1: God bless you, man. I really appreciate what you're saying. That checked out stuff just... Was boiling my blood, man. Yeah, it'll they're do pushing it. on the, the democracy, and they're saying that because they're saying you guys are the, the people, and we're above you. And that's just all I'm feeling from them. And I just I don't see them taking it from us because I'm not going to let it happen. Just
6: like you, brother. Amen.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to get out of. So- well, you're in South Bend. You're better off than Illinois. In the meantime, yeah. you got to watch from a distance of what's going to happen here. Because I, I found the clip. I want you to hear this. Wait.
5: Sigcho Lopez says this ties into a bigger issue, one that would tax major corporations like Amazon. So that we have programming in our public schools. Right. So that we have programming in our park districts. So that we have more money for violence prevention. So that we can support the, black, the brown barrettes uh-huh. and the Rackham. So that we can community, as a community, prevent the violence. Sigcho Lopez will be presenting the Amazon tax bill on Wednesday. to. So
4: they're going to tax Amazon now. Because the 28000 oh they spend on these imbecile carjacking freaks, one out of ten can read, called CPS students, that's not enough. They need more than 28000 As the teachers, you know, the parking lot looks like the auto show at McCormick Place. In the meantime, nobody wants to talk about that. So the system of failure, more money, more corruption, that's get living strong whenever there's a Democrat in charge. So it's going to be a long two years and the Republicans have a few opportunities if they have the testicle fortitude to do what needs to be done. So you'll know, Matt, very Thank shortly. You. If Kevin McCarthy goes there like a man or like the political whore he is, we'll find out. Thank you, brother. Dan and Mokina.
1: Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Thanks, Sean, for taking my call. I just wanted to say, I'll bring some positivity. All right. Wyoming going to ban some uh, electric cars in the next couple of years, so...
4: Oh, well, they're like Switzerland or Sweden. Oh, Sweden's the one that's banning the cars. Yeah. Well, it turns out that they destroy your roads. They're three times as heavy if they're vehicles, if they're trucks, they're twice as heavy. They destroy the roads, and they, the carbon is about 50 times what a regular car is during manufacturing. So yeah, ultimately, really someone, know that. Yeah. someone who can read will, will actually look at the data, and then maybe they'll get around to that old pesky vaccine and the un, unexplained deaths. Thank you very much. 312-642. 5600.
12: I was just listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig, and an
0: absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560, the answer.
4: I have to go to Bruce. There's no question about it. Bruce McCormick, South Carolina. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, Bruce. How are you? How did you get? How did you get hoodwinked into this? (laughs) Well,
1: my whole career was uh, real estate and property management in Chicago, um, in the lower income South Side, and uh, you know I followed my father in his footsteps. uh, Ran a very successful real estate company on the south side um and i got mostly into property management and of course i started to purchase properties myself and i have since retired sold my business uh well i should say i gave my business away yeah and uh i still own the properties you know and one of the main reasons of course illinois is one of the few states that has a capital gains tax um and you know, I was still making decent money. I bought them at the right at the right time. Held them for a lot of years, and I couldn't believe. I mean, I knew this was happening. When you're retired, you don't pay as much attention. Yeah. I started to put my uh, my numbers together for my accountant today, and I was going to pay my fourth quarterly installment on my taxes, and realized this is ridiculous. I have made so much. I I, I lost money on. Yeah on uh, one of the properties. The COVID policies for rental property, uh the you know, where they shut the court systems down, you couldn't yes. take anybody to court for non payment of rent. I'm well aware. They, they had programs for tenants to go get money to help pay their rent mm-hmm. and they made the checks payable
11: to the tenants.
4: Yes. Yeah they took and, the and, rent. and and the, the most atrocious thing of the whole circumstance is that the government called the tenants directly and told them that even if they were going to pay their rent, to stop paying their rent. So you I had, had you had the government tenants. yes tell people not to pay their rent that the government would pay it, and they sent the money yep. to the people and they didn't pay their rent. Right. Yeah.
1: I'm, sure, I'm well I had tenants that were perfectly good tenants for years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, the government just stepped in and said don't pay your rent, and they didn't. And, they, and and on top of that, the amount of paperwork that we had to fill out as the landlord to prove that we oh. owed money. Yeah,
4: I'm very lucky. I, 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 I was did. very selective. I only really dealt with good friends of mine. And uh, I was yeah. lucky I convinced one dear friend to get out of everything in the city of Chicago and uh, bring a lot of it here in Florida. But, you know, when you look at real estate and its purpose, and the, and the bastardization of the ad valorem tax system and how in all these blue states it's not on the value of property, it's on the cost of government corruption. And you then inflationally adjust your money. You lose money on every property in Illinois. You don't have to be, they laugh at, they scoff at millionaires who lose property. Everybody loses property. Money on the
11: property. I, I was telling my you, I said, You're you would believe. Off.
4: I mean, we live on Lake, we live on Lake Michigan. Yeah. My, the
1: cost of water.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Only the government could sell something it doesn't possess and didn't make. Natural gas. Yeah. Well, think about this the people pay for the infrastructure of the water, you pay for all of that. That's all on the people's back. And the government sells a product they they don't own, they don't make, and they have no rights to. And they arbitrarily name the cost. That's how you know you're living in a fascist society. But, Bruce, liquidate everything in a blue state. When you own real estate, (laughs) you literally own the problems of the state. You know,
1: know the funny thing is, Sean, is I'm getting calls from these brokers who have all these investors that are from out of state,
13: uh, from New York and
1: California, because real estate in Chicago is still relatively cheap compared to, uh, you know, the East Coast and West Coast.
4: Yeah. And they give you they give you the false cap rate. But here's the thing. BlackRock, biggest firm in the you know, they avoid any any portfolio that holds real estate in the city of Chicago. Think of that. That's so amazing. Step aside, brother. In the meantime, thank you, Bruce, for yeah. calling. I appreciate it. Oh, you back? How much time do I got, babe?
3: Bill, Cape Coral, Florida. Hey, listen, this is Danny driving while drunk, Davis. I went over at Bill's house in Cape Coral down here, and I got, I got to, the, the phone to pick with you with those disparage in Max, you were talking
11: about You <laughs> Yeah, listen, Foghorn
4: Leghorn is the greatest name I could call him. And I'm going to tell you something, Bill. I'm going to tell you something. One of my dearest friends was Danny K. Davis, chief of staff. He's one of my closest friends. And when he saw how it worked, he would argue for about seven months, argue, this isn't what you said, this isn't the way it's supposed to go. He finally resigned because he's a man of conscience. And what you see is that if you have character, if you have dignity, you cannot work in Washington, D.C., and specifically can never work for a Democrat. Even if they talk like Foghorn Leghorn, my favorite cartoon character. Bill.
11: Yeah, I was going to say. Uh. Are you ready? You're ready. Yeah. Anyway, we'll make it quick. I, I, I saw. I didn't see the accident, but I pulled up next to it when the cops were there. It was a Tesla hit the back of a uh, uh, like a, a bigger SUV, yeah. and the SUV had like two scratches in the bumper not even pushed in the rubber bumper and two feet of the front end of that tesla was pushed in yeah well they have all different kind
4: of crash zones it's not like when we were kids now they have crumple zones that are intentional but here's the thing to remember bill unreported unless you dig you can dig anybody can find it i want to say it's like 39 or 41 fatalities in the last year and four months of Teslas and the AI driving. That science doesn't work. And people are dying who get in these Teslas and they say, drive me home. It doesn't work. We pretend we're the Jetsons. These are just morons. Thank you very much, Bill. I went long. We will be back. I have a guest. I don't know who it is, but I'll find out.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck.
4: My next guest can be seen in a business podcast at Mises. He's long been considered a public intellectual. He's an emeritus professor of finance at Ramapo College of New Jersey. He's also the author of From Immigrant to Public Intellectual, an American Story. It's my second time speaking to him. I cannot wait. His name is Dr. Murray Sabrin. How are you, Doc?
12: I'm great, Sean. Great to be with you. It's, uh, it's a cold winter, but hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see the sunshine coming over the horizon soon, and we'll have a freer America than we have today.
4: Oh, I hope so. And you're always welcome to come and join me in South Florida, where it's always sunny, even when it's cold. But in the meantime, when I look at the stock market, I look at it through the, through the eyes and through the expectations of fundamental analysis. But yet, it's been years since there has been fundamental reasons for the growth that I see before me. So now what I call it is a corporatist index. And it goes up no matter what, as long as our bankrupt government continues to tax more in the future by calling it debt. And I'm wondering, will my fellow Americans wake up, or are we all going to pretend Joe Biden can remember his address?
12: Well, it's going to take a financial crisis, unfortunately, for the American people to wake up, just like we had during the 1970s with the oil crisis and uh, finally when Reagan came in he deregulated the uh, oil market and prices fell because uh, we know in a free market prices tend to go down as more production comes online of any good or product uh, prices will come down and that's in the history of a free market in the United States for more than 200 years actually the people who run the Federal Reserve who are elected to Congress who stay who are elected to the presidency they don 't seem to grasp a very fundamental economic principle is that in a free market economy prices tend to go down very slowly for most products and for some products they go down quite sharply as uh, as for high tech items uh, color TVs have have collapsed in price in the last ten years uh, high tech uh, items such as computers and other things have come down the cost of computing has literally plummeted from the time I got my first computer in the mid-80s, which is nearly 40 years ago. Uh, So this is the the beauty of the free enterprise system. It really spreads uh, higher living standards to the vast majority of the American people.
4: Now, Doctor, you can hear that I I I really reject the idea of mafia government, so I'm opposed to all people who practice that. And I want to pose this to you. I was there, and I remember very clearly when we had an opportunity... To let the market play out, let the boom and bust that naturally occurs when the market has been bastardized or frauded, let failures fail. It was a Republican who had a W in his name that said we have to break the rules of capitalism to save it. And it was at yeah. that point that you forever changed the, the character of our nation. Because what we, we told the American people was the person who defaults is the victim. The lender is the bad guy. The businesses are the bad guy. And you're seeing openly Americans talk like Eastern European Soviets, where they're going after anybody or anything that they deem to be capitalist. Isn't that the bigger problem than the boom and bust cycle of propertyism, often referred to as capitalism?
12: Oh no, question about it. It's the ideology of uh, progressivism which uh, took its uh, uh, f- took its lead in uh, early 1900s under Teddy Roosevelt and then Woodrow Wilson, and just has met- metastasized in America with the Federal Reserve, the income tax, and then we get the great, uh, the New Deal policies of FDR and the Great Society programs of uh, Johnson. And most people think people think these are wonderful programs to save the economy from another great depression, but that's the mythology that has uh, survived for the past eight years. And so I'm in a mission in my post college teaching uh, life is to uh, go on radio like yours. And I appreciate the opportunity and uh, educate the American people about restoring the Republic, the Republic that served us so well for so many decades. And now that Republic has been under assault for a hundred years. And now we're, I think at the final chapter of this experiment in progressivism and people are very angry Angry and uh, disgusted with what's going on in Washington. And uh, we have uh, an administration that is really clueless as to how to solve the problem. And therefore, uh, we're sort of in no man's land until we get somebody in there who understands the problem and knows what the fixes are instead of going from crisis to crisis to crisis. And unfortunately, it's going to take a major financial crisis for the American people to wake up. And hopefully that won't uh, turn them more towards collectivism, but realize that collectivism is uh, how we got to where we are today as opposed to unfettered free markets.
4: See, Doctor, you obviously surround yourself with people of intelligence and character. Unfortunately, the rest of our country has not. And in there lies my fears. I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and that's where you see relatively decent people as so much as a couple of years ago turn into the kind of loyal government gangsters that would make Fidel Castro blush in hell. And you see that the real catalyst of communism and socialism and Marxism, is the people's demand for something for nothing. And I pose to you at a time in American history when more people are on welfare than ever recorded, when they are very comfortable with a foreign policy of extortion, where if countries don't agree to use our bastardized dollar, we blow the hell out of them. I think we are witnessing what the Russians must have witnessed as the Bolsheviks turned a formerly great country into the Soviet Union, I think we have more of a likelihood to go hardcore Soviet than we do America, and I want to be wrong, and I want you to make me feel good about being wrong.
12: Well, the the wonderful thing about the free market is that bad policies don't end well. Uh, we saw this in the uh, 70s with the gas lines. We saw it uh, with uh, the uh, incredible regulations of the 70s. And to his credit, Jimmy Carter, uh, under the uh, guidance of an economist, Alfred Kahn from Cornell University, uh, started to deregulate all the major factors of the economy. That helped usher in the 80s boom uh, that uh, uh, Reagan presided over. So things can get better. And, it, and it, sometimes it comes from the most unlikely sources, yeah. a Democratic president. So... I- optimistic because in the final analysis, Sean, truth wins out. You cannot be dishonest in public life and have any longevity. And I I think uh, being an optimistic person all my life, I think uh, America is going to be stronger in the future, but there are going to be some bumps in the road to get to that uh, stronger future. And uh, that's why we have to keep on speaking out against the terrible policies in Washington, D.C.
4: Now, you know, Doc, I was thinking about you because I was reading an article today about what the failures are of the, the most popular policy among uh, intellectual Marxists, and that's the cradle-to-grave government health care. And in England, they just had a major defeat, the people who brought a case for waiting times for transgender surgeries. Now, aside from the hyperbole of what the issue is, what it does show is that motivated people will recognize the failure in socialism, and even their most ardent customers will recognize that I don't want to wait for something. It's within that absolute problem of government health care. It doesn't work. You get the lowest IQ people who are doctors, and you get the people who are slaves to a failed system, that maybe you can break it apart. Do you think the Americans here who are calling for government health care, for universal health care, can recognize... There isn't anywhere in the world that it's ever worked and maybe back off so that we can get back to intellectual doctors charging money for services that were desired by the people?
12: Well, this is what I call the silent revolution in medical care that's going on in America, having uh, spoken to uh, dozens and dozens of doctors over the past several years and doing my books on health care, is that doctors are, uh, some doctors are becoming more entrepreneurial, which is a great thing because it takes us back to where I remember Uh, Medicine being practiced in the 1950s when I was a youngster, and you'd go to the doctor, you'd pay your $5 office visit, at least my parents did, then you get a prescription and get it filled at the pharmacy, uh, your local pharmacy. There was no uh, co pays, there was no insurance. It was all a cash uh, situation. And then when my father needed a major operation in 1961, Uh, We were living in New York City and he went to Lenox Hill Hospital and his employer, he was employed, he had Blue Cross Blue Shield and they took care of the bills. And that was that. Uh, The family didn't have any uh, angst about uh, being bankrupt because of a major operation. So we need to go back to fundamentals because medical care is a service like just any other service. And we need to have doctor patient relationships strengthened by fee for service or some other uh, uh, mechanism, which is uh, direct primary care where people pay a monthly fee to a doctor and you have access the doctor virtually 24 7 and then they would need a, a, a an extensive policy to take care of the big stuff but we know the big stuff can be uh lower in price because all these surgery centers are popping up all over the country that are bypassing the hospitals and people can pay for cash and get an operation for 50 75 80 percent cheaper than the insurance companies are paying at the hospitals so there is a revolution going on in medical care i'd like to see it accelerate because that yeah. would mean our four trillion dollar National health care bill could be probably cut at least in half.
4: I would love that, and I hope people wake up and do that. I think we have an opportunity in front of us this Thursday. An unsurmountable amount of money. You know, people uh, are talking about amounts of money they have no real concept of. This country is in debt to what it admits to at the limit of $34 trillion and change. There is no way to pay that off. There is no plan to pay that off. The fact that we have this arbitrary limit, this can actually be a time when the party of conscience decides enough is enough. Do you for I I think that's ultimately what has to happen or secession among states that are, are being extorted. But do you think that now is enough character in these politicians that claim to not be Democrats or not be Marxists? Do you think they can do what needs to be done and refuse? to cast our future into more bankruptcy?
12: Well, this is a great question. You know why? Because uh, the Republicans have an enormous opportunity to not only talk about the waste, fraud, and abuse that's in Medicare, Medicaid, and all these other government programs, but they should make the case that we have an unconstitutional federal budget because most of the things that the federal government spends money on – I'm not authorized by the U.S. Constitution. And, and being an immigrant who's read the Constitution up, down, and sideways for decades, I don't see any authorization for virtually all the spending that, uh, in Washington. So what, what the Republicans should do is say conf- the problem we have in America today is that we have spending that is not legal, because if the Constitution is the supreme law of the land, how can we spend money that's not authorized? And they should make the case, we, should, we need to de-socialize the federal government and say, we're gonna do this over 10, 15 years, or what, whatever plan they can come up with to make sure that we have a balanced budget, that we don't borrow this obscene amount of money, and that we uh, start having a government that is consistent with the, what the founders envision of limited government, of personal responsibility, And having a free market that would deliver the goods and services uh, that people want, in addition to have a nonprofit sector that would provide social services instead of government. And Peter Drucker, 31 years ago in the Wall Street Journal, laid out the blueprint for having this type of uh, downsizing of the welfare state. In fact, he said we should eliminate the welfare state lock, stock and barrel Mm -hmm. because that would solve problems instead of the government trying to spend money that basically perpetuates the problems.
4: Dr. Murray Sabrin, you bring me hope. I often read your your, your articles, and um, wh- I, I butchered it. Is it the business podcast? What is it that you're on on Mises? Because I've caught it a few times, and I want my listeners to, was, be able to go to
12: it. Was, it's called Economics for Business, and I just did one with Hunter Hastings on the financing of health care, which is uh, my book that came out in October. And um, it has some really good ideas for entrepreneurs to reduce their health care costs uh, because uh, there are a lot of alternatives to the traditional uh, medical insurance policies that most people think are is the only way to go. And uh, employees are getting more uh, knowledgeable about how to reduce their health care costs. And we did this podcast, and um, it was posted uh, recently, I think early January, and it's Economics for Business on the Macy's.org website, and it's available on other um, Um, platforms as well so I try to get out there and uh, discuss issues that are important to the American people they're important to the business decision makers because in the final analysis the country that we have is a reflection of the people's values and if people want collectivism they should realize it doesn't end well for everybody except the political elite and financial elites that have their claws into the federal government Dr. Murray
4: Sabrin, you, you really, you made my day. Thank you so much for making yourself available to me. We're going to have you on again, okay?
12: Thank you so much, Sean. Pleasure being with you.
4: Thank you. The name of the book is From Immigrant to Public Intellectual, An American Story. Thank you, Doc. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. the answer. AM 560. The answer.
3: Now
4: I wonder, Dr. Murray Sabre, not only an intellectual, not only somebody who made his way the way that the founders envisioned it, but now that he's an immigrant, does he have to pay part of the $5 million for the residents in San Francisco? For the forgiveness? How does that work? Has anybody done any thinking? About this redistribution fascism that all of these imbeciles pretend is righteous? Anybody think this garbage out? I don't think they have. In fact, let's go for a little minimum wage by somebody who would have rejected the $5 million. Walter
2: Williams. Most Americans support the minimum wage and increase the minimum wage because... They, they have good intentions. They think that, gee, it will help uh, low-skilled people earn, earn higher living. But when you look at public policy, you should not look at the intents of intentions behind public policy. You should look at, ask the question, what are the effects? And you can see the effect of the minimum wage law if you put yourself in the place of an employer. And, and you have to pay $7.25 an hour, to, no matter whom you hire. Well then, would you hire a worker who is so unfortunate so as to have skills that would only enable him to produce three or four dollars worth of value per hour?
4: Illinois is losing businesses and entrepreneurs like no other state. Illinois, as of January 1st, just raised the minimum wage, not because the workers produced or the businesses were making money, but because a fat fascist, who is at the Eagle's Nest in Davos, decreed it from his mansion. None of this is American. None of this is constitutional. None of this is within the law. This is a rogue government who is unmoored from the principles of a republic. And it's time to slap it in the ass and make sure it stands in line. You work for me, Fetzo. What are you doing in Davos? Huh? With a Nazi. Mark Oaklawn. John, thanks for taking my call. How are you? Good, brother. How are you? Hey, I'm good.
1: I'm good. You know, I tell you, the three words of the Constitution are "We the People,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we have been totally bamboozled. And uh, the government is running everything. Uh, they've, they've jumped in, just like you said. About uh, you know, the, our government is, is too big to fail. We got to bail everybody out. Just keep creating more debt.
4: And uh, Do you know what's astonishing? It's just, it's... They don't read the bills they pass. Do you know what you've inspired me?
3: Yeah. I
4: don't think most people realize that these scum lobbyists, these banks, these insurers, that's who's writing the laws these political pimps and whores are passing. How in the world could we be at a place where we're passing laws and bills that are thousands and thousands and thousands of pages that none of them read. Or if they have read it, they've read a handful of pages. You see, this is the principle of a nation. You have an, a nation full of entitled, illiterate morons, self-enriching, self-aggrandizing, who have now let openly, everyone knows this in Washington, the lobbyists write the laws. So now here we are at, at an unsurmountable debt, where politicians who represent good people are advocating that the Gestapo government comb through tax agreements that are filed and that the IRS extort more money out of people who already pay taxes. And if you're a low-life scumbag welfare roach or a corporatist company, you get a pass if you bribe Joe Biden or another Democrat or even some Republicans. That is a country that is set up not only in fascism, but to fail. So I say let's get on with it. Or stop it, yeah. one or the other. Thank you, Mark yeah, and Oak Lawn. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, all right, yeah. sure. we got
1: one more. Go ahead. Yeah, i got one thing to ask you. Did you get a chance to watch that documentary, uh, A Rich Man's Truth? First of all, uh, I started. JFK. You didn't
4: tell me it was three and a half fracking hours long. I, I tell you what, it's well worth the charge. I can tell so, you, I'm really... 40 minutes into it. I fell asleep watching it Saturday night. Oh. Just, yeah! Don't worry, I'm going to watch it. It's an excellent documentary. It's, Thank you. It's, it's, all right, take three care. Three and a Bye. half hours, though. My word! I mean, I want to see three and a half hours. I got to have some. Well, it does have some Godfather in it. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
0: Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois, in the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world, this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
4: Now we have a real opportunity, and when I say we, I mean the very, very few percentage of us who believe in a republic who believe in the constitutionality of government.
5: That's a very small percentage of us. Bills that will be passed mean nothing. Well, let me be very clear. If any of these bills make it to my desk, I will veto them. You will, you creepy son of a
4: dog. You kid-sniffing freak. Low-life scum that you are. I believe you, by the way. I believe you will do it and you realize who the democrats are how they
9: celebrate their very failure as majority leader i think i've led the most successful two years in the senate certainly since the great society and but maybe for I mean, what's great, to come yeah, for the great, american maybe people since with all the of great this. depression
4: and why do you wear your glasses low on your nose is that just some look you think look makes you look smart instead of the gargoyle look and scum you are you're wrong it doesn't fascism shows its face even when it looks like it should be on a stage somewhere.
3: I do think it's funny, the like absolute, utter Republican meltdown, where they're like, you can take my gas stove or my cold, dead hands.
4: This dimwit moron. Here, bring me a drink, I'll give you $5. That's all you're good for. In the meantime, idiots made her a lawmaker. And now she's going to misuse law to take away your freedom. The topic is irrelevant, whether it's gas stoves or your gas car. This moron feels she knows better. And it reminds me of all of the ways countries have fallen into communism, fascism, Marxism, and mafia governments. The
3: Red Guards, the young people, the indoctrinated people did the dirty work. And so what they did is they destroyed, in the process, they destroyed Chinese traditional culture. Chinese civilization They destroyed the economy They divided the country Into like a, like family Friends Neighbors All become enemy of each other And then up to 20 million People killed in the process That's nothing Now Pritzker
4: feels he can Take away an unalienable right Fat,
6: drunk and stupid Is no way to go through life, sir
4: Yeah, but it is a way to be elected governor in the sewer of Illinois. And then you look at some of the other Marxist
2: heirs, fascist scum. I think that uh, the Electoral College now, which has given us five popular vote losers as president in our history twice in this century alone. uh... Thank God. Thank God it did. Because what it shows is that more
4: people on the dole More socialists, more communists, more failures who want to use government as an extortionist lose. And those people who vote for their unalienable rights and the principles of Americanism have been able to beat them off, even when they have inner thigh rashes and they're the pick of the litter. Like Jamie Raskin, who loved Hillary Clinton and her rash.
7: The first batch of documents uh, was found on November 2nd, a week before the midterms, but the public didn't learn about it until it was reported in the press just this past week. And even then, the White House did acknowledge that a second batch of documents had been found in December until that, too, leaked. Uh, I mean, Chairman Comer has a point when he says we learned about this because CBS News reported on it, and then everybody else followed and got that information. Um, now we've learned they found more documents than previously disclosed in a third location. Uh, it's hard to argue that the administration's been transparent and told the American people about this as soon as they could have.
2: Well, of course, I mean, it was a very rapid clip at which we learned about it compared to the Trump case where he fought it for nearly a year or perhaps over a year. And, it, and uh, the government investigators
0: it's had the
4: to... party. It's the Marxists. It's the gangster government. They will not recognize obvious facts. They will protect each other. Jamie Raskin, Chuck Schumer, pick a Democrat, Dick Durbin, J.B. Pritzker. There isn't a fact that's going to wake them up out of their coma. Now they've spread it to generations still coming up.
8: What about uh, folks who have wounds but uh, are not women, uh, like trans people, gender queer folks? Why do you keep saying women when this issue affects more than women? Because there are two genders, male
10: there and are. female. I am,
4: I... This is a basic fact, and they'll argue till their dying breath.
10: Non-binary. I have a friend who is intersex,
8: mm-hmm. who is born, uh, who has different chromosomes than, you know... What, what
4: do you is- have, an alien friend? What do you mean you have a friend with different chromosomes? Simple fact. They can't reason. Do you think you're going to come to terms with these hysterical fascists based on fact? If you could, their entire platform would not exist. When we were talking to Dr. Murray Sabrin. It's not constitute. None of this is. None of this. You've managed to bankrupt the nation, and that has become the greatest weapon against freedom. I want to believe they'll recognize right and wrong, but they will not. They are determined to practice more
10: wrong. It didn't hurt that CEOs and political leaders could also hobnob on the ski slopes. The World Economic Forum styles itself as an independent, nonprofit organization, but it's also big business. Davos is all about access, and in true capitalist form, the more you pay, the more access you get, with your status determined by the color of your badge. Journalists and activists get in for free, but for everyone else who wants to be part of the elite Davos club, fees range from the tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars, companies Millions. like salesforce and meta spend hundreds of thousands more Millions. to set up buildings i want to find out what
4: color badge that fat butter-handed trust fund baby has as his state is wallowing in failure and bankruptcy and decent people are forced to leave their friends and family businesses are running out where did the fat slob what did he pay not that he ever paid for anything what did grandpa abe pay what did his trust fund pay and then you realize That's how our laws are made. I think we're happy to kind of
11: keep in touch with you all. I think we will be supportive of this program.
10: He talked about the farm bill,
3: which, I mean, that's five years off. And I understand getting in early. But to me, um, finding an avenue for legislation for this pilot program, the urgency of
10: global warming, that didn't feel very good to me.
4: So they hire lobbyists. And what she's lobbying against is the agricultural sector. She doesn't like it doesn't like the meat, doesn't like all the farms, doesn't like anything. And then you realize we spend almost a trillion dollars in farm subsidies to farms that are owned by the Chinese communist government. And then you try to figure out where bribery is and what's running
7: the government. Senator, do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off your last name.
4: It's not a crime for his lobbyist, moron, unpleasant-looking wife to write law and have these Congress stooges pass it. That's what we've been dealing with for decades. Thousands and thousands of pages of pay-to-play just keep shoving down our throat. The debt, $35 trillion, unfunded liabilities, $260 trillion, more money than it on the planet. You have a chance to save it. Do you think that you have the representation that has the fortitude to do what needs to be done? 312-642-5600.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer.
2: So you have to watch.
4: I watch everything on the weekends, tape it, watch it, the whole night. And you see these Republicans come out, and they're running campaign commercials. None of them are talking about solutions. You have the greatest opportunity coming up Thursday, the greatest opportunity to freeze all of it, all of the bills that lobbyists passed, all of the spending into oblivion and they run commercials when they go on sunday shows
8: has the national archives responded to your request
0: for records none no we haven't even we've requested a briefing
4: so then you defund the national archives let the government spending hit the limit now you stop sending them money and you let their bullet bureaus walk the streets but are the republicans really going to do that i mean after all Who makes up the Republicans?
10: U.S. Representative George Santos, who lied about much of his resume and life story before winning election to Congress in November, will be removed from Congress if found to have broken campaign finance laws. That's according to fellow...
4: That's funny. Who broke campaign finance laws? AOC, one of the most prominent Congress birthing people. Yes, she has a womb. Nancy,
3: Illinois. Sean? Yes. Yes. Hello. Hi. Oh, you are my island of sanity in this
4: craziness. I've been called a lot of things, but that's a first.
3: Go ahead. (laughs) I have a solution to Illinois. All right. I think we should isolate Chicago, let it be its own state. They can travel out of it by... By boat, and we we'll do DuPage too.
4: You got you to include DuPage. Pritzker was a big winner oh, in DuPage. Okay, all the all the people who fled Northern. Chicago because they didn't like the right. results of their policies, who moved to DuPage, all of Northern the
3: Illinois could could be its own state, and then the rest of Missouri, Iowa, Illinois, uh, Indiana could just kind of squeeze together, meet in the middle, and get rid of Illinois altogether.
4: You know Nancy, I would like to think that that's possible, but here's what you have to understand, all the other states do not want people from Illinois even going through them. I'm down in Florida, when I, I you know, say you're but, from I mean, Chicago, they're like, "Please get away from me. You have to clarify yourself. Right, I'm not a communist. A I'm not a democrat. We, you have to, you know, you should we all need stickers to say I'm not a Chicago democrat."
3: Well, Sean, I'm talking about uh my people south of I I-80. I oh yeah.
4: I know. I agree. In fact, there was a movement for secession by those people. That's really your only hope at this point, Nancy. But what yep. they understand, when yep. I say they the, the Democrats scourge their oligarchs and their welfare people, they can't sustain True. themselves. I think also, they need this should, extortion government.
3: Yes. But I think we should extend the wall all the way up to wall off California, Oregon, and Washington.
4: All right. I like that.
3: And they could they could be their own country.
4: Call it America's floor house.
3: Yeah, finish our, finish our wall down there to the south. Yeah. And I would Nancy, be I'm going to really
4: make you feel good, though. In a way, you can okay. always pick up and leave. There's still no Border Patrol in Illinois. I think it, it has a future. But uh, if you get pushback from your husband or your kids, of why you don't want to do that. I want you to go through the government and show how many senators and congressmen have spouses who are lobbyists. That'll teach them. All you have to do is figure out who's running things. It isn't these useless morons pretending to be representatives. It's their lobbyist pimps. They're just the whores. I'll be back after this.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck,
4: My next guest is Crispy. He is the Research Fellow for Regional Economics in the Center for Data Analysis at the Heritage Foundation, among other things. He's dropped a couple of articles today I wanted to talk about. He's a friend of the show. He's on often because I respect his opinion. EJ Antoni, how are you, you handsome devil? Well, Sean, hold on one second. Carrying this big box in from the garage. Let me set this down. No problem.
11: Oh man! I tell you what, Sean. Classified documents are heavier than they look. Yes, that-
4: indeed they are. Just put them next to your car; it'll be fine. In the meantime, aside from that, it does explain so many of the policies that have enriched the enemies of America. But the economic assault on the American economy is really something that needs to be described as intentional, as that is the only explanation for the policies that are destroying. Our Economy for the Ordinary Man. What say you?
11: I think that's spot on, Sean, because you can't tell me that people like Janet Yellen, for instance, don't know what they're doing between her time at the Fed and now her time at the Treasury. You can't tell me that someone who is as intelligent as her, as well-read as her, and has the kind of academic background she does, that she does not understand the consequences of the policies that she has put in place and helped to implement. $7,400,
4: $7,400, I learned from your article, the Heritage Foundation. $7,400 is the cost of the average, to the average American, the average American. When you realize that we're at a time, 63% of Americans cannot write a check for $1,000. Is this enough to wake people up? Or, or have they implemented it in such a slow-cooked manner? More people, are, more people are susceptible to turn to their abuser, as so many slaves often do and just want to sleep in the slave master's house and get a piece of the government handouts. What do you think?
11: Sean, I think you just hit on such a key point there, the government handouts. So you have two things at play. Number one, what you said earlier, we're turning up the heat slowly, we're slowly cooking the frog so it's not going to jump out of the water. But then number two, you have tons of people who are part of the welfare state. They are, sadly, on the government teeth. And what does that mean? It means that if take take the median household, right, in America you can have no one working and have roughly the same disposable income for a family of four compared to the guy who's busting his butt to try to provide for his family, okay, and earning the median income. You can have roughly the same standard of living if no one in your house works.
4: And you know, That's what you that- and I talked about. I mean, in year one of the Biden administration, he increased food stamps to over $835 a, a month, when the average household of four spent barely 600 So you made more on food stamps than the average person spends on his family if the you know people cook at home and whatnot. And now in year two, that's at over a thousand a month. So you're talking almost double what the average family of four spends, the welfare people get. And you start to see the loosening of restrictions. So we don't know what that money's going for. They've tried to normalize it by making the welfare stamp look like a credit card and you take the restrictions off, and you realize this is intentional. How else could you view it?
11: Oh, it's absolutely intentional. I mean, there was a time in this country when people were ashamed to go to a private charity like your local church for food, let alone the government. My goodness, no one in their right mind would yeah. think of doing that. We all, we all had too much pride and too much self-respect. But now people are entitled to it. And like you said, to normalize it, we don't even use the traditional food stamps anymore now. Now it just looks like a credit card. In Illinois, there's
4: a, there's a congressman who, who talks like Foghorn Leghorn of the old Looney Tunes cartoon. And he's a cartoon character himself. His name is Danny K. Davis. He went on the floor to advocate for more IRS agents to comb over more the American citizens' income and to take more of their earned Property to give it away to his welfare constituents. That is the way in which societies collapse into Soviet nations. Is the likelihood more in that favor or in the favor of people who in the 70s, if it's what you're referring to, and maybe the 80s, had enough dignity to never want to be on welfare, where now it pays in New Jersey 120000 a year if you have a family of four? Regardless of your behavior, you could be a crack-smoking, wife-beating, pedophile rat, and you still get that money. There are no behavioral restrictions uh, on it, and you have more and more people coming to the country. I don't know, brother. I'm leaning towards B. What
11: are you leaning towards? I tell you what, Sean, I know this is probably going to sound like a cop-out, I apologize, but when I look at the political landscape around the country, it feels like we're just on the knife edge here, like it's Mm 50-50, right? You, You can look at how divided the government is, I think that's a reflection of how divided the country is, and it seems more and more like there's no one in the middle, and so you have 50% on one extreme and you have 50% on the other extreme. And that's one of the reasons why it's, our efforts are so important. we got to claw back even just 1% from the other side. And that gives us the kind of majorities we need to change things.
4: So help me understand how, when you have a society that cannot agree on an objective fact,
11: Oof, now that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, really, we're,
4: really we're, we're, I, I'm listening to these children in college. Children who are getting uh, college educations that are 60, 70, 50,000, whatever the case is. And these are children who will stand up and tell you that there are not two sexes. Now, I know it's not, it has nothing to do with finance, but if we are talking to people who cannot agree that there are only two, And that everything else is an illusion or a want or a desire, but factually just a Schwansteiger and no Schwansteiger. And they refuse to agree with that. Are they going to agree on property rights?
11: No, definitely not. And and I think this is where education absolutely has to be reformed because what education has turned into today is indoctrination you talk about this all the time where kids aren't taught critical thinking skills that is one of the one of the widespread characteristics among the among young americans today they have no critical thinking skills. And until life slaps them in the face, like getting hit over the head with a two by four, I don't know what else is going to shake them out of this. Because they, again, have been so indoctrinated that nothing but but the harsh realities of life, I think, can ever break them out of it. Because what they have been trained to do is not reason. And there is no way you can argue with that. There is no way you can reason with someone who has abandoned reason.
4: This weekend was really something. I mean, it was better than Saturday Night Live until you go back to, like, the 80s. It was a comedy freak show. From AOC justifying her fascism to, in Pilsen, we have a moron. Pilsen is a neighborhood in Chicago that is a sewer. It is a ghetto. And their representative, their alderman, wants to tax one of the few employers of honesty and integrity, Amazon. For more handouts to a city that gives $28,000 per pupil to the Chicago public school system, yet one out of ten minorities can read, that graduate high school, can read. He wants to tax a business in a city where businesses are running out like Mrs. O'Leary's cow kicked the lantern over again. Will... That continue to do exactly what it's done, chase more good people out and become a safe haven for anybody who wants something for nothing. Do you see a, a a a a switch in population to where the blue states will, in fact, be nothing but corruption and welfare?
11: Yeah, Sean, when I look at the data, what I see is the red states getting redder and the blue states getting bluer, something we talked about, uh, I think, a week or two ago is how in Illinois, so many people are fleeing the state. More people on net are leaving than die in Illinois each year. I mean, that speaks <laughs> oh, to all about, is you want You want to know how people actually think, what they actually feel? Ask how they vote with their... And so yeah. part of me says, you know what? Good. Do it. Tax more. Spend more. Put more of these policies in place so that the only people left are the liberals, and then they get to deal with the ramifications well, of their own actions.
4: Yeah, let's call them communists, because you and I are the liberals. San Francisco Reparations Committee proposes $5 million to each black longtime resident and total debt forgiveness. Has there been any com- any thought to how to pay for some of this, or is this something that will just... I think it'll pass, and I'm curious to know what you think, because this is something that now is not been thought out as as none of the other plans are but how do you split the hairs of who pays who gets paid who is a beneficiary who is a new resident we see in in evanston reparations is something that that passed and and there is a, a neighborhood in chicagoland that practices this is this going to be what we hear next on a on a federal nationwide level or do you think this will uh, go by fall by the wayside
11: Well, I mean, quite possibly, since, don't forget, if you didn't look for Joe Biden, then you ain't black, right? But I I would assume that in all these different locations, one of the phenomenons you'll observe when you get these uh, alleged reparations payments is a whole host of new people who suddenly identify as black. Because don't forget, all you need to do today is simply identify as something, and, and then you are that. The other thing I would love to know is, where are my white reparations? Because there were actually more whites there were more white Europeans enslaved by the Barbary pirates of North Africa than the total number of Africans who were ever brought to the New World and enslaved here. So I would just like to know, where are our reparations? And
4: we have open slave
11: markets now in Africa.
4: And yet our government gives them $55 billion with no contingency. Most of the beneficiaries of that government money, the American money, won't be the citizens or the slaves in Africa. They will be the slave masters. Has anybody proposed any thought to any of the financial fraud, waste, and abuse that is our foreign policy? Are you seeing any sense of conversation about the Congress, the new Congress, taking advantage of the debt ceiling limit and manning up for once in their miserable lives?
11: You know what? For once, I actually have a glimmer of hope. I'm not going to lie. And and the irony is here, the silver lining behind Republicans not doing as well as everyone thought they were going to in the November election is that now the establishment Republicans are beholden to a dozen or so actual conservatives. In other words, there's not enough establishment Republicans to just go along to get along, and pass the normal, routine, uniparty agenda. They literally need the conservatives for once. And now, because of that, you have, again, maybe a dozen members or so who may actually get their way, which it turns out is the American people's way.
4: You know what's funny, E.J.? Uh, you live in Washington. I mean, I know you came to my cigar State, but you're rarely in the Chicagoland area. You live in Washington, correct?
11: That's correct, yep.
4: So Vice, which is arguably a very strong left station, had a, uh, an expose, which really was more of a documentary, on lobbying. And it's pretty recent, and it talks about how the, uh, the agenda of eco-Nazism now and for the last couple of decades has hired professional lobbyists. And it's kind of explosive. It's only about a week or two old. And it talks about the laws that are being passed and how they are, in essence, written with lobbyists and staff members of the Congress people, birthing or not. In this technicality, in this absolute reality that our lawmakers are not actually writing the laws, is there some legal ground for the new Congress to take up legal action and disqualify these last massive omnibus bills that have passed that are unconstitutionally written by employees and lobbyists rather than the elected representatives? Or am I being too technical? Because I have to figure out a way to jam up this corporatist runaway train.
11: Oh, Sean, I I wish that would work, because if it would, we could literally throw out virtually all of the laws written in the last decade or so. But I, I think the much better way to go about this to really jam up the works, if you will, is one of the efforts that we're engaged in right now are writing regulatory comments. So all of these different federal agencies are constantly proposing all these ridiculous regulations, but the only good thing is that those regulations are open to public comment. So what we're doing is basically pointing out all of the re- – Ridiculous aspects of these regulations why they're terrible why they shouldn't be implemented and then that forces all of these different executive agencies to respond to those comments before any of the regulations can actually be implemented or withdraw the regulation altogether. And so that is helping we hope to really really slow things down.
4: Penn State the Biden Penn Center is clearly a front organization wasn't a library, it wasn't a think tank, it's a front. Joe Biden received $900,000 for a two-year stint where he did Gatsangul, as it's called in my neighborhood, nothing in yours. The reality is, is this something that can trip up not just this imbecile pretending to be president, but the whole system of foreign governments bribing American politicians? Is there something, some silver bullet out there that can end this culture of corruption we pretend is our government.
11: I I, I think so. I mean, whether this is it or not, who knows? But I mean, at at the end of the day, Sean, the Lord works in mysterious ways, right? I mean, none of us really have any idea what event is going to lead to the next, which is going to lead to the next, which is ultimately going to help us save this nation. Could this be it? It certainly could. This might be the first domino to fall. I mean, if you look at something uh, like Richard Nixon, for instance, what eventually did him in had nothing to do with where those investigations started.
4: Well, one thing's for sure. We agree, we can agree that the Lord does work in mysterious ways, but we can also come to an absolute conclusion. He has a fantastic sense of humor. As you watch this in diapers, forget the words and forget the name of happy birthday and all the rest of it, lie pathologically every time he opens his rat mouth. Do you think that the American people have had, finally had enough in Washington, D.C.? there is there a murmur that you got to put an end to this clown car, this ridiculous show of the Biden administration?
11: we're we're getting there and i think the evidence for that is if you watch the liberal media the number of die hard leftist political pundits who are beginning to turn on this administration regarding these these secret documents that he's been hiding at in all these random locations around his home i mean the number of people who are actually uh, approaching this critically instead of just trying to sweep it back under the rug next to the Corvette is astounding. And I, I think awesome. that's showing a chink in the armor.
4: Yeah. I still like the fact that even the Corvette he didn't pay for, his scumbag father bought it for him. In the meantime, I will keep an eye out. You you wrote recently in Fox Business, The Daily Caller, but you can always find him at Heritage. He is EJN Tony, friend of mine, friend of the show, and an all-around economist with a sense of righteousness. Thank you so
0: much for coming on the show.
11: Hey, Sean, thank you as always for having me. We'll
4: be back with your calls and comments.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
4: 312-642-5600.
0: Daniel, Salem, Wisconsin. John, you're articulate, you're intelligent,
1: you tell the truth. (laughs) We need you for the president. Come on, let's do it.
4: Well, here's the good news, Daniel. There are no qualifications needed. Uh, You could be incontinent or just a tramp and get your way to the highest parts of our government. By the way, Daniel, did you ever see Kamala Harris eat corn on the cob? It's interesting. I wouldn't give you a knicker a nickel thank you, for thank you very much i appreciate it i don't know why you're so
3: you know what also excites me what i'm i among What's the many that? things i'm excited about electric school buses i love electric school buses
5: this is great happy birthday dear Lyle. happy birthday to you you know
4: every week he produces oh, something more fun more ridiculous and his popularity among Democrat moron roaches never ever
9: wavers; they love him. So, Chuck, you ought to read the Marco Polo report, uh, where they detail all kinds of potential crimes. You know, Senator Grassley. Oh, well, let me just covered, stop you there. Potential. This is about 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 potential about thirty thousand about, about, about thirty thousand dollars I mean,
4: how it, many houses does Joe Biden own? Never made more than two hundred grand a year in his life. How many houses does he know? Is that potential? Is that an allegation? No, I'm accusing him of being a corrupt traitor. Now prove me wrong. I've got the evidence of the laptop. I've got the payments from China, from Ihor Kolomoysky and other oligarchs in Eastern Europe, all reaping the rewards of Joe Biden's policies, which ironically are guaranteed
9: to cost the average American thousands a year. And they don't care. Chuck, 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 is it a crime to be uh, soliciting and purchasing uh, prostitution in potentially European sex trafficking operations? No, it's perfectly normal. Honey, buddy, did, uh, could you send an email to Ron Johnson? I'd
4: like to get him on the show to discuss the Afghan patriot to America that's sitting in a
9: prison, and I want to discuss F. Chuck Todd and his lobbyist wife. Is that a crime? Because Chuck Rafts and I laid out about $30,000 Uh, paid by hunter biden to uh, those types of of individuals over uh, december 2018 he's one of about six that are men that
4: will not waver that have always always advocated for fact and truth that's it that's all you got now we have to demand that this time on thursday this political democrat pretending to be the speaker of the house as a republican kevin mccarthy Man up and do something about this syndicate that has taken over my country. 312-642-5600. He's
0: Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
4: Not bad, squirrel. I like that one. You're not, you don't have any days off coming, do you, Squirrel? Because I don't like it. I'm like, I'm man up a little bit.
12: If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits?
4: Easy, Fetterman. You got any ideas? What about you, dummy? Dan and Mokina.
3: Hey, what's going on,
4: man? Hey, I got uh, three daughters in Illinois. Dan, I don't right know what
1: there. I should do. Get out!
4: Get them out, babe. You? T- how old are they?
11: My daughter. No, my my uh, wife works in the system. She's a teacher.
4: It's all right. Well, Leave her behind. Have her send the pension <laughs> over to you. Just pick those <laughs> girls up and say, "I gotta go. I'll be back in a minute." Tell me, go for a I milk. tried doing
12: that, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, what are we doing with the scumbag? Fuck the oh. scumbag politician. I didn't say anything. All right, scumbag politician on our side. Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm going to tell you Dan, nothing And this we is do. something that I got can do. Yeah, well,
4: I'm going to tell you, this is what I want everybody to understand. When you go to some place that represents you, you don't feel like you do right now. I felt like that for 50 years, brother. 53. 53 years, and disgusted would get involved, and then you realize these wretched, low-life rats. Do you know how often I, I used to try to get involved in Illinois politics? And ultimately you know, probably, Dan,
0: you, your
6: whole you, life.
4: Yes, and but if you you sound like a young man. I'm hoping you're young. I'm hoping your
0: kids are young. 36, 36.
4: Oh, brother, you got your whole fracking life. You load those kids in the car. I, my friends and I miss it. Shut up. Get in the car and go to higher ground, brother. I, and tell I've your wife it, you can I've be tried a teacher. It, bro. Yeah, I know. I got, I've I got, tried I got, it. it. Believe me, I got family in the same boat. I got family in the same boat. Then here's what you do. You're 36 year old man. You take whatever money you can. And you buy in a better run state. You buy anything. I don't care if it's a studio. You buy anything. And what you make there will offset what you lose there. And when your wife wakes up and the kids are in college, you say, hey, let's go. Get in the car. Get in the car. Believe me, they they want you to be focused
11: Focus. And build your wealth.
4: Limit your losses there. Do not buy real estate. Rent. Let somebody else... You're renting anyway. The only difference between buying and renting in a a sewer of Illinois, renting is cheaper.
11: Yeah, taxes are killing us anyway.
4: Yeah, you're right. Sell that, son of a dog. Sell it. Cut your losses. First thing you do when you find yourself in a hole, Dan, stop digging. Thank you, brother. Thanks. You can win. You can win the argument. Just just be nice. Slowly start to talk reason or... I know you're making a lot of money. I know you're in on the system, but you could do that anywhere, honey. We're young. Got your whole life in front of you unless you give it away. You only get one. You don't have time to waste on these morons. Tom and Harvard. Yeah, Sean,
1: I've been paying the politics paying attention to politics for a long time. And the other day me and a friend were discussing this and I think we've come up with a really great idea I wish would catch on, and the idea is this. They're always talking about we're doing away with the electoral college. I say no. Every county, every county in the United States has one electoral vote in national elections and in state elections. So we don't have sewers like Chicago determining the whole state's
6: future.
4: Yeah, but here's every county. No, Tom, listen, I agree. And I feel I know I understand the aggravation, especially when you see how two very corrupted counties can destroy the, ent- the entire state. It's a shocking thing. But what you have to remember is the electoral college is for federal elections, and there's a reason that it's in existence. And ironically, it's in existence for the very reason I advocate good people go to high ground, because then those states have more strength than the ones left with the welfare roaches. The problem you have in those states is the bulk of the problems are in mainly Chicago and Cook County, but they're also now in DuPage with the ideologues. Those are the people who are not, ironically, those are the people who are arguing against their own prosperity. Those are the people who think it's more important to be able to kill your kid than keep your money. Ooh, that's good. Right. Put that on the back of a shirt. Well, Go
13: ahead. What do you think of the basic idea, one county, one vote?
4: It would be great, but you're asking the state to change the laws that enrich the corruption that is the Democrat Party that's running the state. So, in other words, you'd be asking the pickpocket to cut his hands off. When's the last time you saw that happen? <laughs> That you know, no, ain't happening. That ain't happening, Tom. It's better for you to put it up for sale and you come down here by me where the air is cleaner, the sun is brighter. Don in Bloomingdale.
6: Sean, Ken Griffith just sold his big condo downtown for $11 million. That, that sounds really good, but he bought it less than five years ago for 15 So the man was willing to take a $4 million loss to get the hell out of Illinois. Because he's what smart. tell you? Because here's the other thing.
4: You inflationally adjust the dollar, and I, I, I'm pretty sure he bought it more than that, but you inflationally adjust the dollar. This is what's hard when I talk to a 36-year-old kid who I wish somebody would have went back and talked to me when I was 36. When you inflationally adjust that dollar, you're not just losing the sale price. You're losing the the adjustment of the value of that currency. Currency is a timestamp. You know, that's why I argued against shutting down the economy. You can never go backwards in time. So when you... Obstruct that timestamp, you forever change the trajectory of the money. But now think about it in the terms of real estate in a sewer in a poorly run corrupt state. You not only change the trajectory, you're paying costs of both maintenance and taxation. It's hard to even quantify the loss that Ken Griffin had. But I guarantee you that four million, that's for that's for morons to keep saying. Ken Griffin probably lost closer to nine million. Maybe even ten. Now the difference is everyone says, oh, he can, he can afford it. But what, that's, the, that's what the socialist says. But what they don't understand yeah. is Ken Griffin doesn't put that money under his mattress. He probably could have hired six executives and forever enriched their lives and their personal fortune. That's why to call capitalism trickle down is something for morons. It's spread out. Ironically, it's why Danny K. Davis can wear his $3,500 suit, except his money comes from corruption. It's almost like capitalism, but it's called corporatism. And that's what this country practices, not capitalism. Don in Bloomingdale, you're too smart to live there. Also known as Melrose Park West. 312 642 5600.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Remind me
4: when we do get Senator Ron Johnson on, I am still uh, still fascinated by the fact that they have no logs. Where are the logs? I don't know. I don't know where the logs are. I mean, the whole damn thing, it just stinks to high heaven. It's so open. It's so notorious. It's so fracking corrupt. And then we have governors in failed states go to the World Economic Forum on private jets and the rest. Of it. I mean, it's just if the system doesn't change, it's going to be a depression, not a recession. The
9: president's economic plan is working, even though inflation is high in most major economies.
4: Wrong. That's the definition of not working. And yet it doesn't matter.
9: It absolutely doesn't matter. It's shocking to me. Beyond shocking. Uh, The the FBI spent almost nine months setting up the ability to sabotage uh, the the Hunter Biden computer should it ever uh, surface, which it did the day after. We we were offered. And they got a raise, by the way, in
4: this new spending bill. They get a raise. It can all stop Thursday. You're not going to pass a bill. The dimwit in diapers tells you so. I will veto it. It doesn't stand the chance of being a legitimate republic anymore. It's been corrupted. You have a few standouts, but you have one pesky rule. That pesky rule is that the country is not supposed to be able to be bankrupted by corrupt politicians. Yet they stand here. And not advocate for your freedom or your property rights, your own, in that sewer of corruption, your own congressman. And I believe he's the congressman for River Forest, Oak Park, among other neighborhoods of trust fund roaches.
11: He's telling you that he wants to hire more Gestapo. Here, I want to yield one minute to the very capable gentleman from Chicago, Illinois, Congressman Davis. Gentleman from Illinois.
13: Thank you, Mr. Speaker. You know, this may be the beginning of a new year, but we're back to the same old thoughts, ideas, and practices. Protect the wealthy. Disadvantage the poor.
4: Protect those who make money. That's their property, Danny K. Davis. You swore to uphold it, you imbecile. You fool. You corrupt fascist. And now you advocate that the government... Sees the honest income to give it away to those who can never be satisfied.
8: Residents in this North Kinwood neighborhood would be shocked to learn that just a few days ago, one of their neighbors was attacked and robbed at gunpoint near this park. Today, she is sharing her story. I just totally lost it. Linda Dare knows she's lucky to be alive after a group of attackers attempts to rob her at gunpoint.
4: Those group of attackers... Attackers, when they're caught, do they lose any welfare? Do they lose any handouts? Now it turns out they're all being financed to the tune of $28,000 for a pretend education. They don't go to school. They're all going to graduate. Some of them probably honorals. None of them can read. But what they can do is throw a nation, a neighborhood, and people into terror.
3: I don't feel safe in my home anymore, and I don't feel safe in my
8: neighborhood. The 61 year old. See, Danny,
4: she's who you're supposed to represent. Stupid. She's who you're supposed to defend. Stupid. Not the scourge that terrorized the country.
8: year old University of Chicago administrator says it happened Sunday evening as she walked her rescue dogs, toy poodles, 11 year old Omar, and 9 year old Bibi. Near- Sunday evening.
4: Man, oh man, oh man, if it was only in the morning, we'd know where we can at least reach the president.
5: And let's say one thing to rest, I may be a practicing Catholic We used to go to 7.30 Mass every morning in high school and then in college before I went to the black church. Yeah. Happy birthday, dear It's It's phenomenal.
4: (laughs) Impeach that stupid son of a dog. I'll be back in 21 hours to put some pressure on these political whores pretending to be representatives.
6: Get fired. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night.